brunch with my people though The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it bro Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the protein Daddy is rolling blow dream and boys got down a routine It's nap town culture, cooking seven courses Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion So sit back, relax, grab a drink and smoke It's hard to brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes Whoa Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dak Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the they-them boss of Indianapolis, and the last black dragon. (laughs) Give it up for Casey Campbell. Hello, mate. Hey, thank you for sitting in for Sauce Boss today. Appreciate it. Where is Sauce Boss today? Sauce Boss is, um, he's doing some court-ordered things. I don't really think I'm allowed to. He's being sued. I don't think I'm allowed to. We're not supposed to talk about it. Well, he shouldn't have done that. His legal issues. If it's what I think it is, he shouldn't have done it. Well, let's just say he's not allowed within 500 yards of a school anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Anymore. Again. Uh, Very special guest with us. First time in studio, the great comedian, Jeff Bodart. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You know, I'm going to clap for myself. Yes. 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 It's good to be here. (laughs) The man of the seas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I was thinking the other seas. (laughs) (laughs) Drowning seas, everybody. Wait, are we like like sea cups? No, I I was like a sea word. I don't know why that's where my mind Oh, you were talking about the high seas. Oh, you were talking about the low seas. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking about the low seas. Yeah, you. uh, All right, give it up for Avin Costello over there. You you just got off of uh, a cruise ship. Yeah, I got off on a cruise ship and I got off a cruise ship. I (laughs) know. Uh, yeah, I, I was on, um, I don't remember. They all run together at this point. It's something of the seas. Uh, Working so, a cruise ship. Yeah, you yeah. just take a cruise. No, for no, no. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't take a cruise. Even, even if I were on vacation, I wouldn't take a cruise. Yeah, um, yeah I was working a cruise um, and I do that a lot now. That's primarily all I do now. And um, is it? Uh, <laughs> I would love to do a cruise. Yeah, it's, I, think so. I think you know a lot of comics um, uh, love them. I mean, I, I, they're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like. I mean, I, I I just love performing. Yeah, and um, it's it's fun to have those crowds. And but they're not always comedy crowds. Sure, they're sure. like, hey, what are we doing tonight? What are the options? Well, yeah, we, we could go. Yeah. You know, gamble or see. It was uh, either Jeff Bodart or the Shrimp Buffet. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, people trying to save their marriage through laugh <laughs> on the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, some of the workers yeah. there, some of the like the, the people running the the comedy shows are like, oh man, we got a we got a big show tonight. It's like they're bored, man. It's not mm. like they're not here for me necessarily. Yeah. They're just they want to see a show. So I now, would, have you wrote more C jokes? Like, oh more, yeah. yeah, okay. And I've taught and, and I when I you know I started in January of uh, twenty two doing cruise ships and and I was nervous about the logistics of it how to get on and do all this and not the, not the actual shows the, the the actual shows I was a little nervous about what they required like mm. you know material time or what I'm supposed to stay away from and then I was talking to other comics there's a guy named Stephen Thomas he's out of uh, LA and he does primarily cruises for the last 20 25 years and he goes dude you're going to think of so many sea jokes and ship <laughs> jokes and he's like you're gonna be fine he because he saw my act one night and he goes oh yeah you're 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 gonna be fine i go okay because i was nervous because i didn't know because you don't know you know what's gonna translate yeah you know but funny's funny sure even in open seas 
Yeah, even <laughs> in the open seas. Now, if you don't mind me asking, uh, is is cruise ship money like comparable to like what you would normally be getting on on land? On yeah, dry land? It's, it's it's it is it's a lot more. It's pirate money. It is. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we haven't been boarded yet. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it is better money. Uh, I miss doing clubs more because there's just more freedom. Yeah. Um, on a cruise ship, you even when they say there's an adult show, um, it's still not quite a adult it's adult but yeah they don't you know and i'm not filthy yeah yeah but it's nice to you know curse i mean can you can we curse on this oh please oh, okay. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> just making sure uh but yeah it's nice to say fuck every now and then but you but but you know you, there's a certain amount that you, not really a certain amount but don't say too much every sure. other word yeah. and uh, you know, I have sexual innuendo stuff and some comics I know are like, you know, there's no stool fucking on a, <laughs> uh, on a, on a cruise ship and, and really not much in clubs anymore either. But, uh, but there's just, it's just certain un, kind of unwritten rules here and there. And, and you learn as you go. I did a show on a, a ship and, uh, and we're friends as cruise director and I were friends and she's, uh, from England and she was really funny. Um, but next time, little less fucks. Mm. And I go, oh, but this is an adult show. Yeah, but it's a uh, little less fucks. But you know, okay. everything does come back in the 90s. Like what you said, the stool fucking. Um, things do come back. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, history swings in the pendulum. <laughs> yeah, yes, the reboot. So I'm thinking about bringing two stools on uh, the stage. You know what I mean? Oh, Just, yeah. Really, you got to kick it up. Uh. <laughs> A, it's like a poly a, relationship. Yeah, this is still, yeah, it's, it's like a menage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I might even invite more comics up there. Like, get in here, guys. Oh, you guys are gonna believe this comic I saw last night. <laughs> he didn't fuck just one stool. He fucked two stools. This is actually a lot time. of drama. Is a chair thruple. There was a lot going on. <laughs> I'm he gonna, sat on one stool and fucked the other one. <laughs> he was into crazy. It. I, I got this new bit I'm working on where I pretend the microphone is my penis. Revolutionize the industry. It's weird how that stuff comes back but around. But what about two penises? <laughs> <laughs> two bikes, one cotton. How long have you been uh, doing stand-up for? You, you were um, saying that you started in the early aughts? Uh, yeah, f- uh, February 19th, 2001 was my first time on stage ever as a comic. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, twenty a little, little over 22 years. Yeah, it's... Wait, what year was that? T- 2001. You did. I hate that you said 22 years. Like, now nah, I have to do the math. 2001. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. Nine, you started with 9-11. Uh, Is that yeah. what inspired you? The yeah. Taliban? <laughs> yeah. I started, listen, I started before 9-11. And by the way, I was supposed to go to an open mic on 9-11. <coughs> and this is how I, 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 it was a tragedy, but I was still like, are we going to have open mic night? Are we, is that still on? Has it a country suffered enough? <laughs> <laughs> Try to shoehorn an open mic set into yeah, I've got to have this dick joke. I got to do. I don't understand. Why, why can't I do open mic night tonight? But that is such a true mindset of a comic. Like, yeah. Hey, we, we can still make people laugh. Yeah. I was in a wreck, uh, a car wreck on, uh, uh, August of, um, well, August 21st of 2021. And I was supposed to supposed to go do a show in, in Brown County, Indiana. And oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was waiting to turn left, and a kid hit me from behind. I ended up in a ditch. My and I got a scar on my forehead, and I was bleeding. I was gushing blood, and I was still like, if I can get the blood cleaned up, I could probably <laughs> still go do a show. What all? What all were the like? How bad was it? Like it was pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Totaled my car and totaled his car and. Uh, yeah, it's still, um, it's almost done. Were you all pin, pin, pinned up and metal body parts and all that? <laughs> no, I know I had stitches in my forehead and, uh, gushing blood. And then, um, people were like, don't move. And I go, why? Like, they don't, you don't know what you've done to yourself. 
you don't know what's happened to your body. So they had to carry me up on a backboard out of a out of a ditch. What month so, was that? August of twenty one. I feel like we were. I forget where I was, but I, I remember we were out of town somewhere. We were in Michigan. And yeah, we were in Michigan, and I got a text from somebody, and it was Jeff Bodart is dead. <laughs> that's what? Yeah, wow. that's pretty much how it came across. And I was like, what? Oh and my god! Like, and, and then, but then it kept getting like upgraded to like from dead to like no, he was just in a really bad car accident. And I'm like. I'm glad he's alive. Is he, <laughs> is he ever going to walk again? Oh my God. <laughs> was like, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. I may have re- overreacted when I got the text message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And, uh, you know, because like, I remember getting, I was like, shit. <laughs> and the whole car was like, whoa, what happened with Jeff Bodart, man? He's dead. He's, he's gone. <laughs> Jesus. He's gone. I might be. I, I'm a yeah. ghost right now. I mean, uh, I thought, you know, maybe there's another spot in the headlining world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's every, yeah, that's every comic's thought. <laughs> but, then, but then for me, it the, it kept getting better and better because it went from, it started off with you're dead. And I was like, that's a bummer. Yeah. And then you were alive. And then it was like, oh, he can, he can walk just fine. So <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, he's just bleeding. <laughs> he's just, just a little bit just of blood. <laughs> His just, face is just covered in blood. It's fine. Oh my gosh! Uh, I really enjoy doing that show. Have you done? Did you get a chance to go back and? Did oh you get yeah, a, a I do over. I, I did do it. I drove a different way though. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I went a different route, and I still don't drive in that area. Yeah. Um, oh really? Yeah. Do you, do you ever get like? Because uh, I, I feel like I have uh, a substantial amount of car PTSD because I've been in a few car accidents. Oh, I've never been the. I'm not usually the drive. I'm usually as a passenger, mm. so I'm a little squirrely in cars. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I slid off the road in Michigan, near Cadillac, Michigan, and mm. uh, it was uh, I was going along, and um, all of a sudden started getting a little snowy, and uh, you know, of course it is in Michigan, and then I slowed down to switch lanes and kind of get behind somebody, and just and then I just slid right off, right off, right the, off road. the road, and 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 it's weird because right before that there there was these these huge drop offs, huge drop offs, and then I just so happened to slide right off into the most shallow part you could probably slide off in. And so I just glided to a stop. And then there was a guy stop. Hey, all right. Uh, I, I think he goes, can you drive out? And I go, I don't know. I think so. And so I, I ended up just driving out. And then again, 20 seconds later, 15 seconds later, another big ass drop off. And so I, I just happened to pick, I mean, just, it just, I slid off in the easiest part you could slide the, off on. The perfect mm. place. Yeah. Oh, so talk about being looked after. Holy cow. And I, now you're taking different roads. Now. <laughs> oh you're, yeah. You're doing it the Robert Frost. Way. I no longer go to Cadillac, <laughs> Michigan. Uh, I, w- I was in a car with uh, Gwen's uncle like about a month ago. We were going to the Sunday show after recording a podcast uh-huh. here and we were about a block away from the house and the car in front of us, uh, light turns green, car goes, gets T-boned by this. Uh, like you know Ford F-150 coming like 100 miles an hour holy shit uh, I mean 15 feet in front of us oh my god and just pushes the car through track I mean it was just crazy and then uh, we came back later that night and it was a, it ended up being a fatality oh no and I was just like man like we're that was so close to being us yeah. like that was just like a, it's scary uh, it's crazy I've seen a few and there was uh, one a uh, few years ago I saw somebody flipped over like in front of me, like a few cars ahead, but we saw everybody, we all saw the same thing. It was like, holy cow. And then one, one year that, well, literally a, a few weeks later, I saw a car zip over from all the way to the left to the all, all the way to the right. Cause he was trying to get to his exit. Mm. And then I kind of watched real quick on the exit and he ran out of road. He like basically couldn't make the turn. And so he just spun her out and then landed on the, in, in off of the, the road. Like, holy shit. Yeah. So like, you know, what do you do? I mean, you, you call the cops or I mean, I saw people already calling 
So I'm like, well, I feel guilty for not calling, but they they're clearly calling. Yeah, so. yeah. I never know if people are calling or taking pictures anymore. <laughs> That's true. <It's>, uh, Selfies. Everybody <laughs> 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 say fatality. Oh my Do this god. On TikTok. Do the dance. Uh, speaking of TikTok, uh, we had an away game today. We yeah. went out. Um, and we went to a local favorite, uh, the TikTok Lounge, spelled slightly different. Uh, TikTok was actually so Harder Brunch actually started off as a, uh, a social. It was supposed to be a social club of comics going out to eat brunch together. Oh, nice! And I did it about three times. And the first time, I had like a good showing. It was like eight of us. The next showing, there was four of us. And then the third showing, it was just me. And <laughs> oh I was my. like, well, I guess I'll just turn this into a podcast yeah. <laughs> and if nobody wants to come. But the TikTok was the first place that Harder Brunch technically started. So it was, yeah. it was all full circle. Wow. Um, they're known for their uh, extravagant Bloody Mary, which we both had. Oh, my gosh. It was great. It was uh, terrific. Oh, yeah. This is the, the, the Smoking Goose uh, brunch breakdown. <laughs> I'm terrible smoking at, goose. Terrible at uh, introducing bits. <laughs> Uh, but it, yeah, it was really good. Um, I don't know what what did you have? You had a, oh you had the crazy sandwich. I had that tenderloin. Yeah, it was uh, aggressive. Crazy. Aggressive. Yeah, ate half of it. Still had a sandwich left. The whole the whole sandwich. A big sandwich left. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. Uh, we got to call Rick Garrett on that. Uh, <laughs> they do they do a thing with their tenderloin where it's uh, it's battered. Uh-huh. It's, it's actually like wet battered instead, and it's that's always interesting. That always catches me off guard. There was like a there's a famous chicken place in New Orleans. Uh, I want to say Willie Mays. Okay, uh, I, I may be messing. Baseball player? No, nope. something Mays. Uh, it's 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 terrific, but it's all the chicken is like batter fried like that. And I've been hearing about how magical this place was. Yeah. But then we had like been binge drinking on Bourbon Street the night before. <laughs> yeah. And then we walked to this place at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And it was like a mile or two mile walk. And it was like 100 degrees outside Ugh. through just the swamp of Louisiana. And then I get there and I'm like, huh, this is chicken's different. <laughs> this is not what I was expecting. You would have lost me at walk. It was, yeah, it was a... Um, and then, yeah, I had the, the loaded breakfast tots, um, shout out to TikTok, man. They're always, they're always good on the East side, staple of the East side, uh, Indianapolis. And, and the service was great. Pleasant people. Very nice. Um, our server was actually, uh, she owns a local brewery has actually been a guest on the podcast before. So it's, yeah. That's where I knew her from. (laughs) Copacetic, right? Uh, nope, that's not the name of Kaleidoscopic. Kismetic. Kismetic. Yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, it, it's, Indianapolis is really kind of a small town. I feel like, especially yeah. like, like the Irvington area where we're at. I always say it's like living in Mayberry inside of Indianapolis. Like, I can see that. Yeah. Everybody kind of knows each other. Yeah. Or more ethnicity. Than May- May- yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, like a reboot of Mayberry. <laughs> yeah, 2023 yeah. reboot. Mayberry now with black people. <laughs> <laughs> They had a few, I mean, I'm a huge, uh, huge Andy Griffith show fan. Yeah. And they had a, they had a, they had a few black people in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I grew up, I grew up. Wait, did they? Yeah, no, they had to. They got, uh, they got yelled at. Really? By the, yelled uh, at? By the, uh, at the NAACP. Mm, really? Basically, they're like, well, you, you, you don't have any black people on the show. And, oh. and that's why they had, that's why they had, um, the, uh, the episode, it was one of the color episodes. Uh, sorry. I didn't put ED at the end. It was a colored I episode. Specifically. I liked so, it, but it was uh, one of the color color episodes and it was, they had a, they brought in a guy who was a football player mm. uh, of course um because mm. that's what the only thing black people can do apparently but um and dancing 
Yeah. <laughs> Dancing. But they had an episode come in and he, uh, so that sort of to appease the NAACP, I guess, or Interesting. the yeah. um, African-American, you know. I do remember watches. by the time he was on Matlock, he had like a black assistant. So he really came yeah. a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, he had a black assistant. Yeah. 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 He was the sort of the private investigator of the, mm-hmm. that worked for him. And he had, uh, he had, we had that black guy was on for a few seasons and the other, and they had to get another, another, another black guy come in and, Interesting. Yeah. I want to know what the first TV show that they didn't book black people begrudgingly. I don't know. Because <laughs> they, they're like, hey, you have to have more people. And they're like, oh, fine. Just, just add a janitor. I mean, I feel like I, this is this add a janitor. I feel like this is really nerdy, but I, I will say probably like Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like they, I think they were the first show that really was like, the oh, diversity had, was front and center. They had like what, well, like sexual stuff. So first interracial oh, yeah. kiss, yeah, yeah. First, I believe on screen, yeah. Right? But first, there's there's a there's a famous thing. The woman who played uh, Uhura wanted to quit. Uh, Uhura I was, like, was her name. Easy. <laughs> It was a uh, kiss. She uh, she famously <laughs> wanted to quit after the first season, and. Um, uh, Dr. King actually told her, he's like, you can't quit. She's like, there's a black woman on a spaceship that America sees every week. And, uh, let's and, go, he, and even though she was technically like the space secretary or whatever, but yeah. like, uh, the, yeah, he was like, no, you, you, you absolutely can't quit. He's like, you understand how important you are. You understand like wow. what, what a groundbreaking thing that is that a, a black woman is a peer to all these white men in yeah. space in the future. That is actually pretty and didn't cool. The first, that's great. That's yeah. Didn't the first cool. black woman that went into space say that that was one mm-hmm. of her biggest inspirations. Really? Too. Like, yeah, I saw that grew up saying, seeing that was a future I could create for myself. What well, MLK is not that bad of a guy. <laughs> you know, he, he came up a few notches in my book. <laughs> you know what? Say, say what, what you, you want to say yeah. about yeah. MLK, but he's all right in my book. Uh, he was I wanna, just encouraging like young assistants and janitors to stay on TV, actor janitors to stay on TV. He's, <laughs> he's, past, he's past Andy Griffith now. I think. <laughs> yeah, he is. And then, and then famously, you know, uh, uh, William Shatner was a part of the first. I, I can imagine that William Shatner couldn't have volunteered more quickly to be part of that first interracial <laughs> kiss. I'll do it. <laughs> How many takes do we need? We may be here all day. I don't know. <laughs> uh, one of our wonderful sponsors is Upland, and um, I have been on a long sabbatical from drinking, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm back in the game, back off the wagon yeah, officially. So I'm very excited. This bomber uh, has been uh, sitting in our fridge for. for a few months it's a, a cherry sour and um i'm very excited we're gonna crack it open there here. you go there we go would you like a little sample a little taste yeah i'll take a little i'll take a, a sample yeah. what would jesus do right he probably would make more <laughs> in my book there i said go. that one I'll one day you. um i don't know where i was but some some lady who overheard me she oh thanks lady who, oh, jesus wouldn't drink beer jesus wouldn't drink beer okay I go, oh, okay that's a weird hard stance to take but I mean, wine, maybe they didn't have beer in Jesus's days. So, right. but uh, she was very specific. It wouldn't be beer. I'm like, I don't, what the fuck's wrong with you lady? It wouldn't be Budweiser because yeah. it was around, but <laughs> I don't understand. I would, do you have the uh, a proof of this? You have the, what's, where is it in the Bible? Yeah. What was, what was her end game with that? What was I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she was going with. I was like, we just kind of ignored her. And uh, at that point, no, it'd be wine. Probably. I don't know. Did they have beer back then? I don't know. Uh, Cheers. Hey, cheers. They did. Cheers, it was beers. 
There was certain types of drinks. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to you. I'm gonna. Did you want some, Will? Yeah, we'll get you some. Hey, we're gonna get it for the, here. I'm, yeah. There you go. I'm having trouble. Yeah, we can't. We can't walk and chew bubble gum in the same time. On this I'm not a bubble gum chewer and walker. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna boom, just taste this. Boom. I'm not gonna have a full thing. Oh, of you it. can. Yeah. Um, you're taking a. You're taking a break off of drinking. I mean, you're going back on drinking, and I'm gonna be doing a little bit less here. Well, you can pour it back into there, but cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you. Hey, cheers. Thanks for having me. Mm, that's nice. I really do enjoy a nice sour, but like, um, like I, 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 it has to be like a special treat for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I, can, I couldn't sit around and just pound sours all day. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it's really good. It's tart and cherry. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. I'm it's not like one of those guys who drink something like, oh, it's kind of, I detect notes of <laughs> oak or, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Tastes good. Yeah. It, yeah. This is good. And I'm not that deep. I don't think. Um, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a culinary guy, so I can always, but when it, when it comes to alcohol too, I feel like there's, you can bullshit a lot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I've, I've been to taste things where I'm just like, how many things could I throw in here before someone's like, I didn't taste that. <laughs> <laughs> or you get the the wild ones with like wine and stuff like when people like say like horse blanket. Have you ever heard that mm-hmm. one? No. Like, no. Be like, oh, this is notes of horse blanket. I was like, I don't. <laughs> that's not a good descriptor. You know, like that's not so, this, this cheeseburger tastes like an outhouse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it feels. It tastes like notes of paper clips. I don't understand. <laughs> this is uh, real real tinny. But yeah, uh, I did a, I did like a, like in culinary school, we just had like a basic wine tasting class. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of, uh, it's interesting. It's definitely like, I don't know. I don't think I could go through the whole like sommelier training course. Like it's the point where like you smell wine and you can taste the dirt from France in it. <laughs> and I'm just like, my palate <laughs> yeah. is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, Greg Barrett, uh, mm. he's a buddy of mine. He's a comic. Okay. He wrote the book. He's just, he's just not that into you. Oh, mm-hmm. friend of that. Yeah. So, uh, we were hanging out and we went, this is in Bloomington years and years ago. And we're, he's like, hey, let's get a coffee before the show. I'm like, okay. So we got a coffee and, and it was just funny because it, it was the person selling the coffee, some girl, she's, she's very into the coffee and just the same thing in notes of, or whatever. It's mm. like, she goes, it's real bitey. It's real bitey. And then we were just, he's just mocking her the whole time. <laughs> so he talked about it probably 10 minutes on the show that night, just mocking. I'm like, this is, this is fucking hilarious. So if you get a chance to see uh, Greg Barrett, he's great. There is a thing. Yeah. I try not to be pretentious, but I, I, I do get spoiled by having like access to like really good food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've eaten burgers at the last few comedy clubs I've went to. And in my head, I'm like, I appreciate any kind of, you get any hospitality for free. Yeah. But I'm like, there's, I'm like, this is bullshit. Like this, mm-hmm. like I, this is like grade F meat. Like I'm not sure. Oh that really? Is, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus. But there's been some clubs where I'm just like, this is the worst hamburger I've ever had. Yeah. Like, and um, I'm also uh, because we're sponsored by Tinker Coffee. I'm also uh, <laughs> become quite a coffee snob. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, mm-hmm. like when it because uh, so I like to rank like the shittiest coffees. You yeah. know, because I think like any type like like bank coffee is usually up there for oh. shitty coffee or like hotels. Uh, well, hotels oh. are hit or miss. It depends on yeah. where you are, but like, uh, like mm. the coffee that it's your like mechanic when you're getting like a Jiffy Lube coffee, mm-hmm. that's pretty. Well, bad. What, what what do they use? It just sits on a burner all day. Yeah. Oh, that's so what it's it like is. cheap oh, coffee okay. that's also like scorched. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, some people get really. I've not really had any. Uh, 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 I haven't been to a lot of hotels, but I've not had any really good hotel room coffee. Double tree. 
Like when you, when you, when you make the own, you basically get you uh, get the little thing there. We call that. Oh, the, the like cure the cake cup. Yeah, yeah, right there. It's just it's. I've never had a good one. Mm. Maybe in the lobby, it's decent, yeah. but not in the rooms. No, it's no, pretty no. light, right? When anytime you're doing a Keurig, like it seems like there's too much water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just got into like like featuring like in the past couple of years and so like staying in hotels and everything and it's like it's weird it's like a whole different like skill set that you have to learn like just how to travel you know and yeah. like how to like because I, I got burned a few times on some hotel and I'm like oh I'll never do that again you know yeah. but like one of my favorite things is like the continental breakfast and getting down there I remember like setting oh. alarms and being like like the feeling of missing the free breakfast is is so devastating. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so especially if it's a if it's a good free breakfast. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. There's free breakfast and yeah. then there's good free breakfast. That is true, but I also can I can load up on a shitty free breakfast. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. can I I get real creative. And then what I also would do is like kind of memorize where everything's at and then I would like just take stuff I didn't need and then just have a bag of like 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 little peanut butter cups and mm-hmm. stuff like that and just like what can I make for lunch out of the <laughs> the breakfast bar here? <laughs> yeah. and, and soaps. <laughs> Were you a soap sealer? <laughs> well, now what they've done since COVID is a lot of the, yes, I was. Uh but now what they've done since COVID is it's a lot of pump soaps that they just yeah, refill. Yeah, it's the pumpers. Mm-hmm. Well, you bring yeah. your own bottle. On the cruise ships it's uh oh. the shampoo and the body wash is the same product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What is that? Yeah. Somebody, so I, you know, I bring, I, I'm a little bougie. I bring my own. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. Well, you got that uh, cruise ship, buddy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind telling fans uh, your, one of your favorite brands? Oh, wow. Uh, you don't got to release oh, it, but. Old Spice makes a pretty good body wash. <laughs> oh, they do. They do. They really do. And yeah. deodorant. Yeah. 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 I yeah. use a, use a degree on the deodorant. That's the, that's where you go. Yeah. We're going to bleep that out because we're not sponsored by that. <laughs> <laughs> That's I go, fine. I go women's deodorant or like, I don't even know if it's Agreed. gendered anymore, but like what, whatever used to be women's Secret. deodorant. I, I remember one time I like used my girlfriend's deodorant and I was like, I like this a lot better. And then I just never went back. Oh, that's fine. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's more hydrated. You know which one it was? Uh, I definitely started, I think with Secret. Started off with. Mm-hmm. Is, is Dove a, a woman's? Uh, I think it used to be marketed more that way. And then I think mm. they just realized like, Hey, everyone can smell good. Doesn't matter what your yeah. gender is. Yeah. <laughs> like the, you know, the, is uh oil of Olay or is it uh dove or is it, they make a pretty good body wash too, by the way. Mm. Oh, real I, soft. I remember my grandma used to always use the oil of Olay lotion and it had just a very particular smell that if mm. I smell it to this day, it reminds me of my grandma, mm. but get, I get would, an erection. I, yeah, <laughs> I would call it a uh, oil of old lady. <laughs> okay. She didn't like that joke. No, I bet not. Mm. I use Young Spice. Yep. She's probably more offended at your <laughs> erection. Hit that boo button. <laughs> young Spice? Nope. I don't know the button saying. <laughs> Start randomly pushing. That was the Upland song. Though. Yeah, let's, play that. yeah let's, let's play that Upland you know song. It is Upland time. Is it right? just a beat or is this the... This is a song. Turn it up. And we could drink to it again. Yeah. Right on the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough for the. Who is that? Uh, you know, just an oh. artist. <laughs> it's just a super talented, handsome guy that. <laughs> yeah. He's just an artist wow. that goes by the name of Thaddeus. Oh wow! Good for you, man. Good <laughs> for you. you. I'm out here doing it. Yeah, doing feel, the Lord's work. I, I feel like we can <laughs> be your commercials. I feel like we hit all of our corporate showing in the first <laughs> in the first half. We got it's it. Fine. We got it all done. Did we? We said smoking goose. Yeah. Tinker. 
Um, what about Vava Voom? Uh, no, or, they do not sponsor us. Uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with more Jeff Bodart. Hey, ladies of the evening. We're sponsored by prostitutes. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies on Third Street. This week on the After Brunch Podcast. I'd like to say that. Dude, we're in a basement right now. Chill out. (laughs) And that was one of the number one things I was looking for was a basement. But not for For, that. Mainly for podcasting. We need a really quiet basement. (laughs) A basement that you can't hear yelling from. And literally like the top things we were looking for in the house was like. A soundproof uh, basement. <laughs> One with a lock on the <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. Um, for me, kind of being a newer comic, like when you get to work with uh, bigger comics and comics that have been on TV and movies and stuff like that. Um, and I know that you had opened for Nick Swartzen. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and started like a real friendship. Right? Oh yeah. A real friendship. Yeah. Yeah. A real friendship. He, we, he just messaged me, um, couple days ago yeah so uh, he's on uh, vacation now with um, his uh, significant other and celebrating birthdays and friends and stuff like that so yeah uh i i was on a cruise ship well and funny enough i was on a cruise ship and he was on vacation with his friends and um he messaged me on instagram and um he said hey i'm on your ship and i'm like why the fuck <laughs> what <laughs> Did you think it was like a prank at first? Yeah, I kind of thought maybe he means this for somebody else. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck is Nick Swartzen? <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan. I like Nick Swartzen, yeah. but I don't know. It just seems weird mm-hmm. uh, that he would message me. And even if he were on my ship, why would he be, he be messaging me? Yeah. And I am, I, I've been, you know, like I said, a, lo- a comic a long, a long time, but I still quite don't know how to act in front of like famous people. Mm. And I've been around some famous people. Yeah. But I don't know always how to like react or be. Or I'm like, I, I don't want to say something stupid. And then I, I, I messaged Terhune, Brent Terhune, and I go, dude, what, what? He's, he's like, dude, just ask him to come to the show. Right? See, just suggest. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so I said, hey, man, why don't you come to my show tonight? It was he like goes, a pretty girl messaged you and you were just all <laughs> thumbs. I don't know what to do. Um, he's like, yeah, we're going to come to, you know, one or both of your shows tonight. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then he, he saw it. It was, he saw the family friendly shows. And then, um, uh, he said, well, come, come hang out with us, you know, come find us. And so I found them at the dance kind of bar area. And, uh, it was weird because I walked in, this doesn't, I don't go to the dance club, but, and, but this doesn't happen much anyway. But I walk in and then people spotted me that were on the dance floor and just started laughing. And I'm like, I know I had a pretty good set, but like, this yeah. is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, everybody and the people at the bar were like, oh, my God, man. I'm like, what do you have? You never seen comedy ever? Yeah. I don't right. understand. You know, right. for example, Nick was on the floor. Yeah. Already. Yeah. And they started clapping for you. Yeah, it was strange. But he was off in a corner somewhere. So well, I found him and. He goes, hey, man. I go, hey, how's it going? He's like, have a seat. And so I sat down and we talking and he, he's like, you really, uh, you had a really good set. And I go, thanks. He goes, um, you're funny. I go, I appreciate that. He goes, well, you know, you stepped on your laughs a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, I, I do that. I, I, I go too fast sometimes. But he goes, do you want to open for me on my fall tour? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Let's, uh, let's do this. Whoa. Yeah, it was great. And then um, we've done like, I think 10 or 12, 10 or 12 dates now. And uh, I'd, I'd love to open for him some more, but he's got like 
three or four openers that kind of rotate around and yeah. kind of depending on his mood or their mood or who's available. And so, I mean, I'm just, if I don't ever get to work with him again, I, I understand it's fine. Uh, but I'm, you know, I, I enjoyed every show that we've done together. Yeah. That's, and, um, it's, yeah, it's awesome. So we've talked, um, lots of stuff, you know, lots of Hollywood stuff and screenwriting stuff and hopefully future shows together stuff. So he's, he, he's really an interesting person I and mean, he's got some great Norm Macdonald stories and oh, wow. a lot of great Hollywood stories. And we're, you know, I don't know, we were walking around and he was on the phone and I kind of, I think I stayed in front of him that way. I didn't want to like, you know, eavesdrop or anything, but he had mentioned, uh, he was on the phone with somebody talking about a, a script he wrote and he, what's the, who's the guy that played uh, Captain America? Chris Evans? Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. He goes, and he mentioned Chris Evans or something like that. Oh yeah. He's read it. I'm like, what, what, what's, what's going on? So it's hard not to like, when you hear stuff like that, like, mm -hmm. what is this? What am yeah. I doing? How, how am I allowed to even wait? Captain America read this. <laughs> yeah. And so, Whoa. you know, hope I'm not letting any cats out of the bag. I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> but I was just like, that's really cool. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, th that's just, just normal conversations that's, for yeah, him. Yeah. 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 And so it's just, uh, it's fun for me, you know, to just, and he wasn't showy about it. He was just that conversation he had to have. Right. It was like being in the green room with um, Bobcat Goldthwait years ago. And, um, and we're sitting there and he's on the phone and he's like, Hey man, we got a, we got approval. We got, we're going to make a picture together. And he, and I could hear the, on the other line, oh, was great. you know, like, and then I get off the phone and I, and because I, what I heard and he was not hiding anything and I was, and we're in the green room just hanging out mm -hmm. and I go, Hey man, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah, what? And I go, were you on the phone with Robin Williams? He goes, yeah. And I go, what the fuck? You know? Wow. So that's just crazy to me. Yeah. You know, it's insane, man. Oh my God. I remember being so mad when I found out that that's not his real voice. Like, <laughs> oh. like, like, like he kept yeah. the kayfabe up for like decades. Yeah. Like he it would act in that. He would act in movies in that voice. Yeah. And then one day he just walks on TV and he's like, hey, I am Bobcat. <laughs> he had also like lost a bunch of weight. And uh -huh. I was just like, what who is this person yeah. he's a cool guy he's yeah. a great guy I and mean, then and he does it even on stage he goes i think i've met my contractually obligated amount of time to sound like that so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just starts talking i'm like oh okay all right i mean you know it because you know, off stage you talk to him and he's not talking like that but yeah you know it's like um who's the guy that does hey i talk like this the whole time who's that that's um been around many like 40 years what is his name um Forrest Gump. No, oh shoot! I oh, your listeners are gonna be like yelling it out, but I can't remember his name now. All of a sudden, but he has this like sort of a bowl cut, you know, guy who's nothing, nobody. Stephen Wright? No. Oh, dag nabbit! This is bothering me now. <laughs> Do it one more time. Oh god! <laughs> he just talks like this the whole time, and then um, I don't remember. But, but, it's just, but it's just a bit. It's yeah, just a yeah that's his whole character. But mm. then he then for years he quit doing it. And then went back to doing it. So I'm like, well, that's mm. all right. I Oi. guess. Yeah. I feel like I've done this voice before. I know who you're talking about. Too. Do you, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, the movie? I don't know. What hit, Interesting I, name to kind of. Uh, yeah. It's when you get middle age, you just start to forget shit like that. You just start I, to I, forget. I, I feel yeah. like, I mean, I mean, I feel like it would be a nightmare to be caught, like to blow up for a character that mm -hmm. was just like, yeah, that was cool. But then like you start to resent the character and you're like, I just would have oh, been yeah. normal. But you're trapped in this thing of just like people. Do you think Larry the Cable Guy feels like that? 
No, I think Larry yeah. the Cable Guy sleeps on a pile of money every night. He, he still? Yeah, you think? I think so. Okay. That, he's got that pile of sec money can, 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 we, can you look up uh, Larry's net worth for me there, Casey? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he, he made some wise investments. Yeah, I, I'm I sure he did. He's just fine. I've always felt like with people that are bad guys in movies, like they probably have some like problems too. Like people be flipping them off. Like, you know, <laughs> you don't know. I was, I was like just evil. watching something with uh, Robert Patrick and he was talking about how he didn't work for two years after T2 because he was oh, really? so, yeah, he was so like, good at his job. So yeah, he was so good. He at was his job. amazing in uh, uh, Walk the Line, played uh, yeah. Johnny Cash's dad. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was, he's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's really good. I think he, I think he had like some substance abuse issues as oh, well. Oh, Yeah. So he, he said he sobered up for T two and then just partied for two oh, years no afterwards. Oh uh, wow! I was like, I need to. Uh, what are we looking at here, Larry the Cable Guy? Net worth one hundred million. Oh my god! So yeah, I think he's he's doing fine. I think he's all right. He's doing fine. His kids are going to college. Yeah, and his salary is twenty million per year. So on top of that, what would you do? What would you do? And if you had a hundred million dollars, I would talk like Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> <laughs> professionally. That is great. I would give that a pause button. Shame. Oh, that's, terrible with these buttons. God, I wonder how many sleeveless shirts he's had to purchase. Are those are those homemade? Oh, uh, they look homemade. They do look homemade, don't they? It's it, it's crazy when you see like characters like that, and then they're actually just they're they're on a level of richness and uh-huh. fame that like you'll you can't even comprehend yeah like um everyone dunks on uh you know guy fieri and apparently mm-hmm. one stand-up dude and like yeah. but he's like the king of the food network like uh, like in in food circles yeah. he's not a punchline in food circles he's like actually sure. like revered is that as far as they did that or is that who was that that, t- that stuck up for him was that um uh, there was a there was a, i don't want to attribute it to the wrong comic. But okay. yeah, there was a comic that had a whole bit about it. But yeah, like, he was on um he was on the Tonight Show or uh something like that. Was it Shane Torres? Shane Torres. Yeah. 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 Okay. And he's great too. Yeah. I worked with him oh, and he's yeah. great. He's very funny. Isn't Guy Fieri is Pow his catchphrase? Uh no, no that's, that's uh, uh, Emerald. Emerald Lagasse. No, he's the uh, the mayor of Flavortown. Oh. So yeah. Emerald 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 passed through my hometown years and years ago back when he was really huge, but he uh, had breakfast at the only like at the time like the the finest of the fine dining in my hometown, and um, he went to dinner and, and then he kind of laughed and people were like, "What are you laughing for? These are the prices of my breakfasts!" And like, oh my god, <laughs> that's kind of a you know, yeah, I'm kind of a dick, but yeah, yeah. It's kind you know, of a, it's yeah. Like, whatever. I like to charge people a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Did you know how old were you when you started comedy? Uh, like 23, 23. So from like 18 to 23, did you know you wanted to do comedy yeah. or did you have a different path picked out? And then well, I wanted to be an, uh, uh oh shit. I wanted to be uh, an artist. I want to go to art school. That's I was going to segue into that. Cause you're very talented. Artist. Thank you. You do these sketches that like, I mean, are mind blowing to me cause I have zero artistic talent in that, Thank you. in that regard. I, I, I've always wanted to be an artist and then my parents were always, more my dad than anything was uh, I'm not raising no queer, but uh, and I'm like okay that's all right you can't say that that's rude, um, <laughs> yeah. and I go I'm not I just like drawing and <laughs> but I would like to you know you, as a kid I used to like piss off my dad because I used to like sachet in front of him yeah. just to piss because I knew it yeah. piss him off <laughs> sure and that's how we communicate in my family whatever that's pisses hilarious. you off we're gonna do it yeah what so, does sachet mean does that make mean make out with guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, just walks with her. You my know, walk dad would like be so angry. <laughs> so, hey, hey, Ted, come over here. We'll, we'll piss my dad off. So no. I used to do that, and, and, and my dad would quit walking like that. And then my mom would finally be like, okay. She would be laughing. But go, okay, you can quit doing that. I'm like, all right, fine. So that was, I wanted to be an artist, and then yeah. I got a graphic design degree instead. That was sort of the compromise. I didn't really want to do it, but it was okay. Mm. And then, and yeah, but I always loved comedy. I love watched, you know, Star Search for the comedians. I watched uh, uh, Stand Up Spotlight on, you know, VH1 Stand Up Spotlight, mm-hmm. uh, A&E's Comedy on the Road. I watched Comic Strip Live, all the comedy shows. And I, and I didn't necessarily put together that I was going to be a comedian. I just really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then I knew that I was funny as a kid, but I think that stemmed from being held back in the third grade mm. because I was sort of uh, trying to cope with it yeah. and sort of, oh, maybe I'll be the funny kid. And then you, you know, you say some real dumb shit over the years and you're like, you, you kind of are the funny kid. And then you just kind of, and then I get to high school and college. Like, I kind of think I want to do this. I want to try it. And I started writing jokes in college and then uh, didn't get the nerve up until, you know, I was 23. Cause somebody said, I was tell, talking to a buddy about it and he goes, will you, will you just fucking go do it and mm. quit talking about it? And I, yeah. you know, fine, I will, you know, it was like, you know, how dare you, you know? So that was my buddy, Phil. Yeah. That's great. Cause like, I, I'm always interested in people that get that in and cause I didn't start till later in life. Mm-hmm. And like when I was that age, like the idea of like, I same thing, big comedy fan, but the idea of like, you can't, it would be like, just go be Tom Hanks. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I thought comedians were, you know, from some factory in Hollywood, then they just sent them out to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about like local comedians right. or like people being, you know, you know, nobody tells you how to do it. Yeah. How to start. Yeah. yeah. And somebody said, figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And then it was funny. Cause somebody just said, well, you need to go to an open mic night. And I go, what's that? And no. I didn't know, you yeah. know, I didn't even hear that terminology before. Okay. So I called, uh, I called one liners and, uh, when it was in Greenwood and they go, I go, do you have an open mic night? And he goes, well, no, we don't. We thought about having one, but we don't have one. Why don't you call crackers? So I called crackers and, uh, somebody answered the phone. I, they go, okay, would you like to uh, sign up for open mic night? And I go, sure. And they go, okay, we can come on uh, this this Monday. And I go, oh, give me like a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, oh, shit. Sorry. Did I hit a dog? You hit a dog. I don't know. Push that hit a dog button. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> um, but uh, I ended up doing the open mic night and I, and, and I don't mean to keep going on about this, but I, but I got three minutes. They gave me three minutes. Yeah. I had prepared six. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. you had to condense down. That's probably good though. But I was kind of actually, Oh, okay. I can do three, you know, you yeah. know but then you get up there and my first two jokes just ate a dick. Mm. And then I don't even know what the third joke I had, but it was just, I mean, I got a huge laugh. I was like, Oh, Oh, it's like doing drugs, I think, you know, yeah. I mean, I assume, but then you're like, this is, this is amazing, you know? And I, I equated to like the, it's just like my first sexual experience. It changed everything, you know, mm. it was just, it did. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. Three, the three minutes changed my life. That That's, that's interesting that you said, cause I always ask people, I'm always interested if people had a, uh, a good, a lot of people have the very first time they do really well. And so mm-hmm. it makes them want to come back. Mm-hmm. And then the people that bomb. You know, I'm always interested, like, hey, you bombed your first time, but then you came back. Yeah. But I like the fact that you had, like, two bombs, but then ended on a high note. Yeah. You know, yeah, so you got great. a little bit of both. I did. A I kind of vanilla yeah. chocolate swirl of comedy. Yeah. And I, I, I started, yeah, and, and, and I 
I don't. I, I, I've told a few people this, but I've never. I never felt fully welcomed into the scene. Sure. I never felt like I belonged. Yeah. Because I didn't at the time when I started, it was kind of clicky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Not. It's not really clicky anymore. I don't think. It's you feel like you belong it. now. I feel like I belong now. I feel yeah. like very welcomed. Well, you're a, you're an elder statesman at this I, point. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. Because. <laughs> You well, know, it's it's uh wait out of touch out of mind. What's that saying? <laughs> out of touch. Out you of calling, mind. We calling our guest out of touch. I might be a little out of touch. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Out of sight, out of mind. Um, out of sight, out of mind. You live in Columbus. Yeah, and you're always on the road. Yeah, and so I feel like there's probably people that have been doing it for three years that don't know who you are. Oh, yet. sure. And so. Once they get in your circle, they'll find out that you're a total piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, Oscar told me uh, years ago, um, but he started after me and he goes, man, I thought you were a dick. <laughs> and I go, why? Because you didn't talk to any of us because I didn't know anybody, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, no, I get it now. <laughs> so I'm always, I'm. it never ceases to amaze me the social awkwardness of the comedians at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very socially awkward. So, I mean, I, I get, but there's been people where I've realized I'm like, I think this person hates me. And then I go, no, I think this person's just as fucking awkward as I am. Yeah. Th- yeah. And then, I, and then I try to, I try to make a, a point to connect with them and, mm-hmm. stuff, and then they're great. They're, yeah. They're wonderful. And I'm like, Oh, it really was just like, we all, we all are like, think we're the outcasts. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> In a group of outcasts. Yeah. It's a common thought them. among comics. Yeah. So, and then you got the type a comedians that like, they just take it like to a duck to water, you know, like mm-hmm. I have friends that like, Never met a stranger can walk into any comedy room and and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have to be I have to like coast in those people's wake. Like we we snuck into a green room in Atlanta and uh, I I was like talking with that and I was like I can't just walk back into a green room uninvited. I don't have that in me. I'm not that kind of person. But I'll follow you back into that <laughs> room if you go yeah. in first. It's well, like it's like walking into a uh, comedy club. I, I've even comedy clubs I've never done. I've, I've never paid. I've never mm. paid to go to a comedy club. I've just, yeah. I just walk in. Sure. And, um, which is probably arrogance. I don't know. I just feel like I belong. Do you say you're a comedian or you just walk straight in? Uh, I, I tell them I'm a, I'm a comic. Lot, lot, if they, you know, God, yeah, this sounds so stupid. No, no, no. If they don't know who I am, <laughs> um, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I just assume they know, you know, but I know I just walk in. Hey, I'm a comic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of just all you need. Um, but wait, don't tell people that they're going to take that now. We've had 500 com- <laughs> comics. <laughs> <in there>. Nobody <laughs> has paid. Right. This, this is a full room. Cause when I started, we were told to come, just come mm. hang out. Yeah. And so I think they came from that where I just walk in mm-hmm. cause we were told mm-hmm. to come hang out and learn and, and watch the, and, and talk to headliners and, and, and that's how you get better. You yeah. know, just kind of hang out and be seen at the club, you know? My rule of thumb is I have to either know someone probably in the green room or mm-hmm. know someone that's at that club. Like, sure. so if it's your hometown and you perform there before, yeah, you should probably get in. But like, are you talking about like just going into the showroom or like walking back into the green room? Um, the green room's different. Uh, I won't necessarily do that, but um, I walk into the club. But like I, even in the at the comedy store in L.A., I was out. I don't know where. I think I was opening for a friend of mine. But I was out there, and I wanted to go to the comedy store. I'd never been, mm-hmm. and I I knew Eric Griffin was on the show, and I was like, oh okay, well I'll just I I, I don't know if I messaged him. Maybe I messaged him, but I just walk to the comedy, and the guy at the door is like, I go, hey, I'm a comic, and they go, okay, he's like, okay, go in. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it works everywhere. Nice. So I walk in, and I got to hang out with Eric a little bit and watch mm-hmm. the show. It was great. It was um. 
quite I, the experience. I feel like those bookers too, or those door people, they have a sixth sense. Like they know sure. like, like that is a comic. Yeah. We were at, we, we were going to Atlanta last summer and we stopped at a uh, Zany's in Nashville and it was <gasps> middle of the day, like on a Wednesday uh-huh. and there was no, nothing going on, but I was just like, I just, I, you know, I always hear about all these clubs. I haven't performed it yeah. yet. And I'm just like, oh, this is cool. We should stop. And they have all the cool uh, paintings uh, of the comics on the on the walls. And this was right after um, a semi truck had like driven through it. Oh, like, yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I want to see if maybe you can see where the, the, the truck crashed through the wall or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then I realized and I, I forget about this sometimes that we're just um Two black guys peering in the window of a club <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. And I think like one of the managers was like, can I help you? And we were just like, oh, we're just looking. They're like, yeah, there's not a show going on right now. And I was like, oh, no. And like, but then we like, Thad had the good idea. He's like, yeah, we're comedians. And, yeah. then, and then all of a sudden it changed and it was like, oh, yeah. well, come on in. Let's yeah. give you the tour. And I'm like, was, uh, we're comedians. <laughs> and I don't think that's new. That what, what I'm doing, I don't think that's new to anybody, but I'm just saying like, yeah. You know, because I think you, anybody, any comic can can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to try it with the police next time I get around. <laughs> like, guys, 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 I'm a comedian. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm a comedian. <laughs> and the old, the old, the old, the old joke there is. Um, a group of comedians hanging out, but the first one dude would say, "Hey, we're comedians." Is like the worst one, mm, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the the one who says it to. Uh, uh, the waiter or something. And, and then um, I think um, there's an old story. I think Matt Holt told me a long time ago about Carl, Cac- Carl Cacasula. If you know that guy, no, he passed away. He was an old guy and been, I heard comedy. Him. he was, a, <laughs> he was a nice guy, yeah. just an old guy doing open mics and stuff. Yeah. And the joke was that uh, uh, he had said something about well, we're the comedians. And then somebody said, Hey Carl, you're not supposed to say, you know, it's always the ver- worst one that says, Hey, we're comedians. And Carl's like, well, I think I'm the worst one. So, <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, Dad, love Dad would do the same thing, but with podcasters. He would say, <laughs> and I was amazed at how many places we got into and how much, and he would, he would drop it like we were the CIA or something. He was like, it's all right. It's all right. We're allowed to be back here. We have a podcast. And people were like, oh, okay. It was so confusing to people. It was like the weirdest Jedi mind trick I've ever seen. He just like, walk in with the equipment. No, no. I mean, yeah, we're like he's here. contaminating a crime scene. Yeah, I don't know. They, just, they were podcasters. on the body. You see that video of the, of the guys who walk in uh, like Disney with a ladder? Mm-mm. They walk, <laughs> they walk in with a ladder, and, uh, they, and and even people are like just letting them through. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got a ladder. Yeah, they got a ladder, yeah. and they just go do all of the stuff at the park with a ladder. That's it's confidence. Hilarious. Yeah, do they cut the line is. with the ladder too? Like we're <laughs> yeah, working on the ride. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, every, we're going to get everybody off. <laughs> hey, just tell whoever's doing it. No more people go on. We got to test this ourselves. Yeah. It's that, a, it's a pretty funny video. That's like the upgraded version of uh, going with a person in a wheelchair just to get to the cut the front of the line. Oh my god! Yeah, Wait, talk about airplanes and, and people in wheelchairs. They magically don't need the wheelchair when they get off. <laughs> someone did that. Oh yeah, people do it all the time. Hmm. They get a wheelchair and they get on the, the the plane like one of the first people, and and then they are the first to scurry off the the plane and they don't. Have you ever have you ever seen? how a person that actually needs a wheelchair gets on a plane like yeah, well i've never actually seen them try to get into the seat but yeah. i've seen them get wheeled down to the tunnel and and you know I, they, they're on this 
They're like, in their seat. Like on when the I get on. like on the narrow plane. Like it's the craziest thing ever. I saw there's like YouTube videos of it, and it's basically like a disabled person going like, "Yeah, this is what I deal mm-hmm. with when I get on a plane." And it like it's not the big planes where you could like easily wheel around in first yeah. class, or whatever. This is like a, a narrow thing that there's no way a wheelchair could fit in. Yeah, they basically have to like monkey bars like all the way down the aisle, and if, if they don't have like a they, you know they don't get like preferred seats or anything sometimes. So is this this lady like? <laughs> like just monkey barring all the way down, like you know, seventeen rows of seats to get oh to it. Like, that's crazy. Thought about it. There seems know? like there needs to be a better system. Yeah, you would think, let him sit up front. <laughs> oh no, I yeah. was thinking about like you know how you go to the airport and you could walk or you could stand on those ramps or those like yeah, yeah, those yeah. machines the that take pe- you forward. Movers, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe the like the the bar handles that kind of go back. So you don't have to do that much work. Mm, they just flip uh-huh. that back to the next. They kind of slot. I don't know. We need to get you getting you in touch with some plane designers. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying, <laughs> been trying to. I'm like, hey, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> you need I, to talk I, to me. You should I, design this plane. I paid for uh, you know an upgrade one day, and I was like, oh, I get to get on the plane first, or you know, one of the first people, whatever. And I didn't realize that there's going to be a, a just just a lot of people in wheelchairs that day. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then. There's a whole wheelchair basketball team in addition to them getting on the plane. So like half the plane was full before I even got to be like my a whole plane of wheelchair chairs. Yeah, it was like a, 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 no, I don't know wheelchairs. <laughs> Wheel, that, that's insensitive, sir. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. But there was a whole like there was a wheelchair basketball team. I'm like, oh my god, the one day I paid for an upgrade. <laughs> so but then you, but you just wait your turn. You just wait. I'm like, all right, well, this is the way it happens. So oh, that is hilarious. Like because you get a board first for those of you that don't fly what do you upgrade? <laughs> for you peasants listening you at peasants? home I, think I, I paid for like group one or group two or whatever it is okay. and then and then but yeah, there's always before that there's always like pre-boarding people so but there's just a lot of pre-boarders that's funny yeah what's the worst show you were ever on Ooh. Oh, harder brunch. <laughs> pod, pod, podcast or comedy <laughs> show? Oh, comedy show. Um, involving myself. Was I bad or there were other people or everything? Uh, uh, either one, you know. I was on a show in, um, well, I've talked about this before. I was in Paducah, Kentucky, and we were talking about this booker uh, before um, this um, who was booking a show and he was headlining and he does characters and things. Mm. Um, and so... I, I did not do well at all. I was just eating it up there and I was supposed to do half an hour and I think I ended up doing 12 minutes Oh wow! and got off stage. It was a long, long time ago, <laughs> but, but there was a guy in the first, like the front row, he had a hook for a hand and I thought, Oh, let's talk about that. That's edgy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, didn't I, go well. <laughs> no, it didn't go over well. I said, how the hell do you clap? And then they just start slapping his lap. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't go anywhere and I just was not having a good, a good and it was just terrible. I get off stage and then, and, um, by the way, nobody else on the stage, like he's supposed to come up after me anyway. Yeah. Cause we were just piggybacking and he goes, what are you, what are you doing? I go, I did, I did my set. I did a half an hour. He goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> you did like 12 minutes. <laughs> and I go, I go, what? <laughs> what are you, you, you talking about? I don't understand. And, uh, he, he ends up going on stage himself and warms up the crowd for me to come back up and do another oh, like 20 minutes or whatever. That's that's, that's a power move. That oh, is. my God. Yeah. And he wow. did well. Granted, he did well. Yeah. And yeah. he did warm them up for you, me. But that was. Ooh, you deserved it. I, I did. Like. I mean, I, des- I deserved every 
harsh uh, criticism. I was like, there's, you know, all, I just, I ate it. Yeah. But, I feel like, I feel like uh, for people listening at home that aren't comedians, I don't think like, I feel like the, the number one sin of comedy is joke stealing. And then mm-hmm. the number two sin is like not doing your time. Yeah, I, And I fully admit I didn't do my time. I didn't realize I didn't do my time. I just wasn't keeping track. I'm like, surely this has been long enough. <laughs> But no, no, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Is there, so I, you know, I'm, I'm a, only like a feature level and I've never done like an hour of comedy before, Mm -hmm. but I've done comedy where it's not going well. Mm -hmm. And in a, like a 20 minute chunk, if I'm five minutes in and it's, it's just like, I I can tell the whole rest of it. That's so long. Like 50, knowing for 15 minutes, you you have a 15 minute bomb ahead of you. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's the worst feeling. I can't imagine being like 10 minutes into a set and being like, I have 50 minutes yeah. of this bomb. <laughs> oh my God. It, you, you, you have those shows and I, I, every once in a while will get like a, my mind for some reason will go blank mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't remember. And cause it's yeah. my act and yeah. I know my act, yeah, yeah. but I, for some, every once in a while I just forget everything and I, I don't know why it just, I just, it just leaves me. Yeah. Um, so I, you, you all of a sudden you get so hot, physically hot, mm. temperature hot. And you're like, Oh God, I'm sweating. And then, and then it, it, people don't know you, what you're, what's going on in your head. Sure. So it, cause it lasts an eternity, but it might be just a few seconds. seconds. Yeah. And then I happen to think of a bit, maybe not necessarily in the order that I normally go in, but I think of a bit and I'm like, Oh, thank God. Okay. Now everything's coming. It's weird. Wow. It's a weird feeling. And you, you, people don't know. You, you are like uh, struggling or you're, mm. you're something. You're just drowning. Now, we were talking about a little bit about crowd work when we were eating. Do you think that's where crowd work comes in handy? Like if you're like, man, my first 20 minutes is bomb. Do you just kind of switch it out? I'm like, all right, let me just talk to this audience yeah. for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, like I, you know, I was like we were talking about earlier that, you know, when I started, we were told to do crowd work. We were trained on how to do crowd work. And so people, I guess people, people think it's a crutch, but I think it's a, a tool. And, and like mm. we were talking about that, it's, mm. it's you can get great at crowd work and have great material. Yeah. I, I feel like I have pretty good material and I'm pretty good at crowd work. And, it, it, and if I don't even want to just do my act, I'm bored with it. Sometimes I get bored with yeah. my own jokes and then I just start talking to the crowd and see what I can get. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's just fun. It's just kind of, and, and especially on crude cruise ships, your crowd work is your best friend mm-hmm. and, and it works and it's people are like, Oh, I love how interactive you are. And I'm like, yeah, that's just, it makes people feel like really in the, present this is like yeah. this isn't just something he's regurgitating right. a million times it personalizes like, the show he made fun of my red shirt you know like, <laughs> yeah he told yeah. me my specific face was stupid yeah and then sometimes you get a heckler and it does happen a lot but every once in a while you get a heckler on a cruise ship there was a guy who was just started chirping at me i'm like i don't i didn't even look at you why are you yelling at me he's yeah. in the front he's by himself so i maybe that's partly why he's chirping up Sad. But, yeah, he's kind of a sad person, yeah. and I and I, I don't I go what's what's your problem? Because you know, <laughs> I didn't really have a joke necessarily to come back with. Like what what what? Because I thought something was wrong, mm-hmm. and I go why are you so are you mad because you look like an old prospector? Get <laughs> <laughs> a really bushy mustache like past his mouth, and then a, a prospector uh, type. You, I said you should be panning for gold somewhere. There's gold in these heels. Uh, one, one of my favorite style of, of jokes is just when you just nail somebody's look to a T mm-hmm. and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be nasty. It could be like that. Pro- yeah. Like one time we were at a show and there was a lady who looked like 
modern day Jamie Lee Curtis. Like exactly okay. like a carbon copy. Yeah. And Thad was on stage. She's a handsome woman. And she was saying something and, and Thad goes, yeah, give it up for the lady from the Activia commercials. <laughs> <laughs> and just, it just ripped through the crowd. Yeah. Like and then everyone's like pointing at her and laughing. And like, she's like, I do look like that. Yeah. Like, she's even, she's well, she tipped me. She tipped me. Cause yeah. I, she took it as a compliment. There yeah. Were, that's what I'm saying. You made it like, you know, yeah. inter interactive. I told a guy the other day, the other night, he looked like, uh, he looked like Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> and uh, and he kind of got kind of shrugged and I go no it's a compliment man he's you know he's a legendary director granted he's not a looker but yeah. I mean <laughs> was yeah. he just a side profile <laughs> hey, yeah. better, better, better. good up for that Harvey Weinstein looking guy <laughs> <laughs> you look like if Harvey Weinstein didn't get canceled <laughs> that's a good compliment right so just regular Harvey Weinstein <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I was I was on a show last night we did it was two shows and on the second show it's a really hot crowd and and it, it's I, i'm hearing everybody just crushing i'm like oh this is gonna be great and then i went and there was one lady who was like pre-gaming in the parking lot uh, oh. before the show and okay. i was like and i called it i was like she's gonna be a problem later like, <laughs> yeah you can always tell you always you can always tell and she was and uh -huh. but like she was doing this weird thing where it was like it wasn't heckling it wasn't like she was interacting with me she was just mumbling to herself mm -hmm. and her date or whatever and he wasn't really into it and but it was just, it was obviously distracting everyone around it was distracting me uh. but i'm like almost doing my jokes on autopilot and in my head i'm like shut up lady shut up lady shut up lady <laughs> And then I realized I completely lost my place, but I continued to talk the whole time. <laughs> and so I'm yeah. just like, oh, I skipped over like five jokes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how do I turn this plane back around? I'm like, well, they're not in my, nobody knows I messed it up. No, you know, that's the, that's the, yeah, that's the benefit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, was, you can go back and pick them up. It was jarring. Yeah, it, it is that? jarring. I, I was doing a show in uh, Michigan uh, at a club up there. And then, um, and I don't know, there was a heckler, but he wasn't like, blatantly obviously heckling i mean mm -hmm. kind of was mm -hmm. he was mockingly laughing at, okay. at the comic and Ugh. you could tell it wasn't his real laugh yeah and it was it really pissed me off just yeah. to watch the mc he's just trying to open the show he's just trying to do his job he yeah. wants to do a good job he wants to impress and i wasn't headlining; i was just featuring but um he was just trying to do a good job and i get up there and i was working with brent morin you know brent morin no. very very funny guy and um and I don't remember who the MC was, but I get up there and I kind of let it go. He, he did it like three times to me. And I, and I, I people enjoy it when I'm angry for some reason, <laughs> okay. um, because my voice goes up and, <laughs> but I, I, I go, what do you, what are you, what are you doing? What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. Was that, is that really your fucking laugh? You fucking asshole. <laughs> and I just <laughs> fucking went off on him. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And I said, fuck so many goddamn times. And I go, I go, you're just being a fucking dick. Yeah. And they started to like the security started to come over and go, get around him. Then they were kicking him out and he was yelling at me now because I was getting him kicked out. He goes, uh. great. Make fun of the Irish guy. He has an Irish <laughs> accent. And I go, I don't give a fuck if you're from Ireland. You're just a fucking dick from yeah. Ireland, you yeah. know? And then so goes, thanks for ruining our night. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't, ru he fucking ruined your night. And, yeah. I, and people are laughing because I'm, I'm angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe they're just nervous about the situation, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, that guy's going to fucking come back and beat the shit out of me after this show. Or, I mean, he is Irish. Like, yeah. Or, he, 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 was, he was definitely drunk. Or Irish laugh sarcastically. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. And we, we need to address this white on white crime. Running <laughs> <It's laughs> rampant. Listen, lad, this is me real life. <laughs> and I and I and I get. 
And I get I get petrified after the show because I don't want to piss off the man. I don't care about him. Yeah. I don't want to piss off the management. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He goes, no, no, you're fine. And I go, really? He goes, no, we should have kicked him out before the show. Mm. We knew he was going to be a problem because yeah, he walked in drunk. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh, so it's your it's fault. Your fault. So, oh, my gosh. Casey, you know. can you drop a beat for me there? Uh, thank you so much, Jeff, for being on the program today. Uh, thank you. My pleasure. So, so much fun. Uh, can you hit people with your socials and where they can find you on social media? Yeah. Uh, Twitter at Jeff Bodart. Uh, Instagram is uh, the letter J Bodart because I'm asshole already took Jeff Bodart. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then TikTok is Jeff Bodart. Yeah, I got some. It's all out there. Just uh, JeffBodart.com for the uh, B-O-D-A-R-T. And then, uh, and then the artwork, if you want my artwork, yeah, it's yeah. on Instagram at Jeff Bodart Art. It's really cool. You've drawn a, a lot of like like uh, celebrities and such. And, celebrities and, and custom drawings. I definitely go check it out. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, if I didn't hate the way I looked, I'd ask you to draw me. You know? I'll draw you. <laughs> it'll, it'll look like I do, and then I'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> Daddy's Jake. Well, first off, I'd like to say I had a pleasure with you being on the show. It's fun. I'm sucking up a little bit because I'd like to work with you again. <laughs> sure, uh, man. I'm just going to throw that in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, you guys can find me at Thad McKee on Instagram and Twitter. Casey Campbell. Yo, you can find me uh, slinging drinks during the Sunday show at Black Circle. You can also find me online at Danger Brewer on Instagram. I um, would like to open for you more than Thad would. I think that That's we sure. should make that known that I'm a, a huge Jeff Bodart fan. Um, <laughs> always have been, always okay. will be. Uh, no, at Tag Michaels on all social media, um, and thank no. you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah, no, no, obviously, not. that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no one's a joke. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.